Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the show. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your business and just your thoughts on health and wellness in general? Yeah, thank you. So I'm Erica. I'm a marriage and family therapist, but I also do coaching. um, And my business really is just about supporting an individual in their life to improve their overall well-being, mental health, physical health, anything like that, that they're looking to expand. And that also rolls into if I'm working with couples, I do also work with them individually on that if needed. So I know that you've mentioned, you know, uh, mindfulness and Mm -hmm. health and wellness in general. And so who is your ideal client at this point as you kind of evolve as a business person and a therapist? Yeah. So really it's anybody, mostly adults. I do work with some teens, but really anybody who's Mm -hmm. looking to evolve their emotional well-being, physical health, reduce their stress, and who has interest in learning mindfulness techniques and really incorporating that into all domains of their life. So even, you know, I've really fallen in love with working with business owners as mm-hmm. well and how to structure their life in a way that works for them. So that's mm-hmm. like a really important piece for me right now too. Yeah. I love that. I think that with social media and, you know, in this day and age, um, the spread of information, there's been a big push recently, even though mindfulness is, you know, thousands of years old, yeah. right? it's not new, Yeah, but um, there's been this resurgence of mindfulness techniques Mm -hmm. and um, kind of taking that holistic approach to well-being. And so I love that you are inserting that and integrating that into your practice with people, because Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's something that a lot of people do. Um, And being in your office, you know, I wish everyone could see it and smell it. Um, It's so, you know, it just feels good in here. There's not really any other way to put it. Like it smells good. (laughs) It feels good. Um, And I think that, you know, all of those things, are really necessary to take into consideration because then, you know, a client comes here and they can figure out how they can make their own space feel and smell and taste and touch and, you know, be good for them. So them having that example and being able to work with you on that, I think is really significant. Yeah. Thank you. And that means a lot to hear that feedback because I did put so much deliberate Mm -hmm. intention in wanting people to have a safe space that Mm -hmm. they could just relax and really sort of just sink in and be present for the time that they're with me. Yeah. So what are some of the greatest lessons at this point in your life? Have you learned whether it's, you know, from being a therapist and working with clients or just personally becoming a therapist ain't easy. So there's that, but (laughs) yeah, there's so many lessons. I feel like just, I think in just the trajectory of myself getting to this point, Mm -hmm. but I think, you know, some of the main things for me really, and this is in regards to being a therapist Mm -hmm. and just as a business owner is it doesn't matter what other people are doing, like really focusing on my own values and what's going to work for me. Mm -hmm. And that's something definitely in the last couple of years of me looking around and being like, Oh, well they do that differently. And okay. Like just sort of observing. And that's been like a really huge thing for me and knowing 
it's okay if what I'm doing looks differently, mm-hmm. if that's what feels authentic and valuable to me. Yeah. I love that. I think that because there's some people that are business owners that listen to the podcast and some people that aren't, they're yeah. just, you know, living their best life. Right. Um, and that, that lesson transcends being an entrepreneur. It's just right. being able to stand still in who you are and mm. what the way that you see things and the way that you do things and not, you know, compare yourself to others and the sayings comparison is a thief of joy. So, yep. yeah. so if you're sitting and kind of looking at other people and saying, mm, do I need to change what I'm doing? because someone else is doing it different and it looks like they're successful at it. Right. Um, and I want to be successful or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. is, is something that can be really detrimental to your well being because you're never going to be that other person. You're never going to do right. anything like anyone else anyway. So yeah. that's only ever going to get in your way. So I love, I love that. That's one of your, your lessons. Yeah. And I think it, it comes up a lot. I think definitely as social media oh, yeah. has become, <laughs> you know, and I know that's, it's a kind of a hot topic of like the don't mm-hmm. compare yourself to others, but and it sounds so cliche, but it's actually right. a really, really, you know, important practice mm-hmm. just to be honoring yourself with what's important. So like you said, like that's not going to apply. Not everybody's going to be an entrepreneur right. and, you know, that's okay. That's not, yep. there's nothing, there's no <laughs> wrong way really, as long as you're being true to yourself and what feels right for you and your value system. Mm-hmm. I think that back in the day, they probably called it keeping up with the Joneses, right? right? Like that yeah. was it. Like yeah. Instead of FOMO, now right. it's you're missing out. Yeah. But before it was keeping up with the Joneses, trying right. to up, like up keep this lifestyle or appear a certain way to other people. So, you know, that maybe isn't also a new idea. It's just transformed. It's just different with the evolving, Mm -hmm. you know, how technologies, you know, affected our lives and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother, that's a whole (laughs) nother subject that we can go into. Like, I don't know, people don't talk about boundaries with social media and all that stuff. Right. Anyway. Yeah. I digress. So at this point, what brings you the most joy in life or in your mm-hmm. work, like what things really make you feel um, charged up, motivated, yeah. fueled? Yeah, I think seeing people express interest in improving their health overall mm-hmm. really gets me going. And then also, obviously, reducing the stigma about therapy. Like right. the other day, I was just observing some different conversations with friends and okay. just acquaintances, and more people are talking about therapy, and that mm-hmm. really just gets me excited. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah. So that was really, you know, and I have so much, you know, like acknowledgement for anybody who's up for going to therapy and really willingness to explore themselves. And I'm very open about that, even with my own clients. Mm -hmm. Like, absolutely. I'm here to walk the talk. Like I go to therapy myself. Like there is no shame in us working on ourselves Mm -hmm. and whether it's goal setting or, you know, I just, that really has been bringing me a lot of joy lately. Yeah. And not only just in my office, that's, you know, there's something really special that obviously we only know about as therapists when we're working (laughs) with somebody and can see like the different progress they're Mm -hmm. making and that kind of thing. So that's really as far as like joy about my career. Right. And then additionally, it's just seeing people be kind to each other. I know that sounds kind of <laughs> no, simple, yes. but that's great. I think that is so under like estimated as far as that, just like seeing that in the world just really brings me peace mm-hmm. because there's so much chaos going on out there. So seeing people help each other yeah. and do little things for another individual who's in your space mm-hmm. at the supermarket or wherever, you know? Yeah. I think that, well, first, like, do you ever see those dignity health commercials? Yeah. 
they're actually really like, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, I was like, so dang, sweet. their marketing people got it right. Yeah. <laughs> so like those dignity health commercials yeah. are just yeah. I think kindness, random, just small. The smallest things can really yeah. just make a difference, and I don't think that people really realize that unless right. either it happens to you. Yeah. Um, but energy is transferable. Mm-hmm. So if we just like we when someone like lets a door slam in front of us and it makes us feel like slighted you know is the same as if we hold the door for someone or someone holds the door for us and Mm -hmm. we feel like oh that was nice that can change the whole trajectory of somebody's Mm -hmm. energy and day right yeah Yeah, i think those small things are really nice and those dignity health commercials (laughs) yeah those are on point yes (laughs) tear jerkers every time i'm like i can't do this um plus just like i think there's like a lot of celebrities that are Mm -hmm. talking about you know mental health and going to therapy and you know uh, does it need to be that there's a celebrity that endorses it right whatever but that's fine Mm. as long as people feel like they can start having those conversations and start feeling like they're more comfortable to seek support and assistance right um and and you know destigmatizing what people think therapy is like or what Mm -hmm. happens at therapy um and how helpful it can be yeah for people and so to me I'm I'm right there with you I'm like the more people that are getting it together or seeking to get it together or find support like no one has to do any of this stuff alone right and it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you exactly (laughs) exactly if that's the case we all got something wrong (laughs) yes definitely (laughs) (laughs) we all got something wrong with us but we could also all use some support at some point and I think that that's something that's that's okay but I think maybe also just culturally like in America Mm -hmm. we have this very like individual like I'm self-made like I can do these things by myself and um and I think that really makes people feel isolated absolutely at a certain point and, yeah and then if you're the person that everyone goes to right maybe it's a lot of my clients but being the strong one or mm-hmm. you know having that identity that I'm the strong one so people come to me to lean on me when yeah, they need the support. caretaker of the family right yeah. yeah and so it's like what who do you have like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. like, who are you kind of like letting it all go with and and being able to lean on yourself right it's a lot to absolutely yeah I just and I think with modern society our culture isn't really setting us up to win unfortunately and so there's so many things that are constantly working against us Mm -hmm. every single day so being able to take that time yes you know deconstruct some of that Mm -hmm. and slow down and yeah and it like I just believe in having we all get to have somebody in our corner for support to hold us accountable and just hold the mirror in a gentle way that maybe we wouldn't have seen like Mm -hmm. you know how being the caretaker of the family and the strong quote unquote strong one would be affecting us. Yeah. yeah. I love the, how much you integrate, you know, holistic well being. And I always say to my clients, whenever I have speaking engagement and things like that, I'm like, our society is not built for our wellness at this right. point. Right. Now back in the day, like society was built around yeah. wellness because you had no choice, but to walk a certain amount to mm-hmm. get food or get water, or you had to do, physical labor. So you were exercising, even though you weren't trying to exercise, Mm -hmm. it was kind of built into your day-to-day life. But now because our careers have changed and lifestyles look a little bit different, now we have to create wellness in our lives, create a wellness routine because it's not inherent in our way of living at this point. And so I think that shift in helping people to see Mm -hmm. um, how necessary it is can Mm -hmm. really be helpful in them improving their wellness overall because there's so many negative or health risks and things like that that are connected to not doing that, not right. carving out that time for yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're just kind of far from that as human beings, right. you know? So, you know, there's a lot of times I'll even have people in their fifties and sixties and they just, right. you know, we're just so far from understanding those original pieces back then <sighs> that we, that used to affect our health, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's been a great thing for me you know, to be able to support people in cultivating that in their lives. Right. I love that. So what has been some of like the biggest challenges for you up to this point um, in any aspect of your life that you feel like you could share? Yeah. So, well, any aspect of my life, I think is just in general, I was personally, I was the first person to go to college in my family. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely had some different hurdles working against me. My father was incarcerated when I was Mm -hmm. younger. And so there was just a lot of different things that I felt like when I was younger, I was like, am I going to be able to fight through some of those things? And that's a really important piece for me to kind of reflect back on sometimes Mm -hmm. and remember, like, it really just took me looking at one thing at a time. And even when I'm just thinking about all the different pieces that have led me to here, it was that one step at a time. Right. So even relating that to like, if I had some guidance for somebody who was struggling and wanted to accomplish a goal, it's Mm -hmm. don't try and look so far out. You know, it really is that like that quote, like, don't look at the whole staircase, just look at one step. And if I'm looking back where I really struggled was because I was like trying so hard to look at the whole staircase. Yeah. And we really don't know Mm because we're going to change and we're going to adapt. And Mm -hmm. so I think that's a big piece for me, you know, knowing like it doesn't matter what you feel is working against you, like knowing, okay, like even if nobody else in my family has done this before or I haven't seen a friend do this, if you feel that that's important in your life, like seek out support, you know, look to people who you admire Mm -hmm. and taking that like one step at a time and it's never too late and don't try not to worry about a timeline. There is no like that. I think that's like, you know, those are just some random timelines. I think, I think people really get kind of attached to timelines. Yeah. I'm supposed to do this by this time and I'm supposed to insert accomplishment um, by X time. And Mm -hmm. that I think really gets in the way of people actually being able to do those things Mm -hmm. um, because they're more caught up in, and maybe it's like creating resistance for yourself, right? right. Getting more caught up in that than just mm-hmm. the doing of the thing that you need to do right now. But right. just how you described it in and of itself is mindfulness. Yeah. It's just kind of taking things as they come and doing right. what's right in front of you. And then you do the next yeah. thing and you right. do the next thing. And then it all adds up to be your life or your career or your relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all those pieces are important. You know, yes. don't devalue how important some of those simple things might be for yes. yourself and but yeah, it's it's a lot harder to practice. You know, it's a lot easier oh, yes. to say, right? Like, <laughs> I know that's why I'm all hindsight. Okay. And even now, it's just, I think, always just important mm-hmm. to remember, like, holding ourselves accountable to sure. taking things, you know, down a notch and being present. I think that something that I always like to think about or remind myself of is that we we teach what we most need to learn or do and so it's like I teach the things that I'm trying to remind myself of constantly and help myself to be able to master Mm -hmm. and so um mindfulness is one of those things that it's a it's a practice it's a constant practice so I I say to my kids I say to the kids in you know my my groups and when I have clients and things like that I'm like 
unless you're a monk, <laughs> right? And you're None meditating 16 hours a day, yeah. right? Like your whole life is dedicated yeah. to like learning how to levitate, then, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which that's wonderful. Great. More power to you. But yeah. because we live in a society that's not built around just mm-hmm. being able to, you know, focus everything that we, mm-hmm. that we can do all of our energy on that, then we're going to have more struggles because right. we live in a society that's always trying to pull us from the moment absolutely, and take us either to the past or to the, to the future. And that's like, yeah. The more that I practice, the more I've realized that I guess, I guess, um, I have like a mindfulness based practice because uh-huh. to me, dwelling on the past leads to sadness. And mm-hmm. then on the extreme end of that, it leads to depression and that right. will paralyze you. That's why people don't want to get out of bed. That's mm-hmm. why they don't want to, you know, do the things that they used to love to do. And that's living in the past. When we predict negative things to happen in the future, mm-hmm. then it leads to worry and nervousness. And then on the extreme end of that, that's anxiety. Right. And that leads to paralysis too, because you're overwhelmed, you're scatterbrained, you don't know where to begin. Mm-hmm. And so neither of those two things exist in the present moment. Absolutely. So if we can find a way to bring ourselves back to the present then we can say, okay, there's things that I have to deal with, but right now everything's okay. Yeah. In this moment, I'm okay. And if you're not okay in that moment, then you have to deal with something. Mm -hmm. But usually if you're not okay, you can't do both. You can't worry and deal with an issue at the same time. Absolutely. That's (laughs) something I tell people a lot of the, a lot of times whether I'm teaching them box breathing or something like that, I'm like, just remember you can't have two thoughts at once. Yep. So if you're interrupting those negative cognitions Mm -hmm. or whatever pathway you were heading down in that moment, you can't think two things at once. So Mm -hmm. if you're able to just, it doesn't matter if you have to do it a million times in that day, you know, it's that practice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're doing the work Mm -hmm. anyway. So if you're having like invasive thoughts or kind of feeling stuck either in the past or the future, then you're already using up energy Mm -hmm. to fight yourself on all of that stuff. So you, you can reallocate that energy mm-hmm. to try to help yourself to, to rewire, bring yourself back to the present, but it is definitely a practice. Yes. Much easier said <laughs> than done. I have not yeah. mastered it. Neither have I. I <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just, yeah. trying to, I'm just trying to share what, what's out there. Uh-huh. But I, you know, I think that it's really significant that we continue to be able to, to share that information and help mm-hmm. people to better understand. Yeah. And we might get knocked off our practices mm-hmm. at different, you know, we're going to get knocked off. It's right. just as simple as that. And, mm-hmm. and not reading too much into that and just like, okay, let's get back, you right. know, coming back maybe a bunch of different times throughout our life. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, we don't tell babies to stop learning how to right. walk, you know, like <laughs> they, they get up, they fall down, they get yeah. up, they fall down. And I don't think anyone's been like, just sit there, you mm-hmm. know, like you're good. Stop trying. Right. When there's like a baby or someone that's learning something new, we encourage them regardless of how, how much that they mess up or yeah. fail or fall. And so somewhere along the line, we're like, this isn't supposed to be hard anymore mm-hmm. or we're not supposed to struggle anymore. Yeah. And so that reminds me of those often, like those mm-hmm. shoulds and all of that, right. those ideas that we have on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That get in the way. Yeah. And I think, I think just in general, we doubt our own resilience. Right. You know, so that's like an important thing that's been coming up for me a lot is, you know, encouraging people to not, not doubt your own resilience. Mm-hmm. You know, you are going to fall and guess what? You're going to be able to get back up. We might not know how that's going to look and what that's going to take from you. But yeah. yeah. So if there is like one one quick tip or something that you would give to somebody to help them to deal with, you know, distress or something like mm-hmm. that, what would that thing be? If, mm. you were, if you were asked, like, what's one thing that you always yeah. go to or share? 
I think more than anything, have patience with yourself, whether that's that you're in a really deep state of grief because you're going through a breakup or you're trying to lose weight because Mm -hmm. you're not feeling comfortable or you want to build a business and you're struggling, like have patience with not only just the process as a whole, but yourself and whatever's, you know, going to come up for you because it does take time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, even going back to like those practices we're talking about, that's, so if you can just have patience with yourself along the way and know Mm -hmm. it's going to be bumpy, it's not always going to be fun. Like that kind of, I think that that can go so far Mm -hmm. for us. Yeah. That's, and have compassion. I mean, have compassion and patience for yourself more than anything. We have it for other people. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, one of the things that I love asking at this point is like, okay, what would you say to, yeah, the person that you love the most, or mm-hmm. whatever, and a good usually, friend, or right. Hey. Usually, it's different than what you would say to yourself, and we just go in on ourselves and just really are highly critical, yeah, and just not very nice to ourselves. So, yeah, the passion, uh, the patience, and the self compassion are are definitely key. Yeah, for sure. So, what what keeps you going? Because I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of the listeners struggle with either like feeling motivated or, you know, having spurts of motivation, but then maybe, you know, that mm-hmm. dies off or it kind of disappears. Like what keeps you going or how do you generate if you do, yeah. <laughs> if you do, how do you generate motivation or generate mm-hmm. the desire or is there a desire? Maybe it's just continuing regardless. Yeah. Or like that moment, like momentum right. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for me, it's, it's really come down to having systems and then following through with those systems Mm -hmm. and having patience with myself along the way. If I fall off on my rituals, routines and systems. So, I mean, for my business, it's definitely like having a system and knowing this is what works for me. It doesn't matter if that doesn't work for other people or if they do things Mm -hmm. differently. And then as far as like my personal, you know, rituals and routines, like having a structure and options for myself, to follow and, you know, keep those commitments to myself. And that's what I've found is I can always tell if I'm off track with any of my own personal rituals and routines, I'm like, "Mm, okay, (laughs) (laughs) just pay attention. It's all good. But come back to some of those things, whether that's my yoga practice or taking some time to do meditation or being Mm -hmm. in nature. And as far as with my work, like allowing enough space to do the things that help me feel good taking time in between clients, you know, reflecting some of those things. So that's really what I've found to be the most supportive for my foundation and how I've been able to create momentum and not get discouraged or different things like that. I think it's gotten tricky when I've been, you know, too busy or Mm -hmm. taken on too much and different things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's like hitting the nail on the head, right? (laughs) Like you have to have some kind of structure in place Yeah, because if you don't, have a plan or a structure or systems, yeah. then you fall prey right. to how you feel at the time and mm-hmm. how we feel changes. How Absolutely. we feel is fickle, right? Yeah. So having a system is like, okay, I do these things. Like mm-hmm. you don't brush your teeth because you feel like it. Right. You brush your teeth because that's a system you have in place for your health, you know, your yeah. oral hygiene or whatever. Right, right, right. And so how do you kind of expand those ideas on different areas of your life, whether it's a wellness plan mm-hmm. or, you know, in your relationships, there's maybe there, maybe there should be systems in relationships Absolutely. To, um, to kind of continue to be able to check mm-hmm. in and grow as a couple or um, friendship even. Friendships yeah. Take time and energy too. Totally. <laughs> That's, but I love that. I love yeah. That and that's interesting that like you're mentioning about relationship or mm-hmm. friendships and 
I think we like, I'm just, I know this is a generalization, yeah. but I, I do hear a lot of people saying, well, well, I, it just should work. It just should be easy. And that's, right. that is, I think really something that can hinder us along the way because who decided that? Uh, you know, I don't know. Relationships are hard work. And I think having that system, whether it's, you know, for couples, a lot of times I'm suggesting like, have you really sat down, not like a date night, but mm-hmm. approaching this as it was a business and really giving it that nurturing energy to sit down and say, what's working for us? What's not working for us? Where do we want to grow together? Mm-hmm. And that's a system. That's yeah. really carving out intentional time to, you know, grow from that. So, so I'm going to throw in a wild card question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you off guard. Um, do you see yourself as a creative person? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And how do you feel like creativity either helps you in your wellness mm-hmm. or or helps you in your business or your relationships? Definitely. So personally, creativity for me, I've taken basically different things that I've had interest mm-hmm. in. And then where I have a creative approach to it is checking in with myself and saying, what do I need today? Okay. And you know, that might be different week to week. So it's okay to say, hey, I don't feel like doing that exercise that week. And I, actually, I'm going to do some knitting or something different or collaging. And so doing that has given me a lot of space to grow and Mm -hmm. not feel so rigid into certain things. And then with my practice, I feel I get to be really creative in supporting people create those rituals and routines. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to look so like, this is the workout you have to do. This is the mindfulness activity. Let's get creative with it. Like even if somebody's struggling with doing meditation, I'm like, all right, let's pick a song that you really love. And that's going to be your meditation. That's going to be your practice. And you're going to feel what that feels like in your body when you sit and listen to that song that lights you up, you know? Right. So it doesn't have to, that's really how creativity has come into my life. Mm -hmm. I think creativity is something that keeps us as humans kind of excited about life. Yeah. Um, enticed. And I feel like when people aren't cultivating their creativity or not seeing where they're creative in their lives, um, then they feel stuck, you know? And I feel like a lot of people don't identify as someone that is creative. Yeah. Like, Oh, well I just, I'm an engineer. Like that's Mm -hmm. not creative. And I'm like, that is so good. Like, yeah, what are you talking about? Like, math, so science. much different stuff with that. Yeah. yeah, everything is is about creativity mm-hmm. to me. And so I feel like when people can be able to find those little places or those ways to be creative in their life, yeah. it can create a newness yeah. that keeps them energized or motivated. That could be something that helps them to keep going is finding like right. creative solutions to the problems that you're having mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I just wanted to ask. Yeah. How you thanks felt. for asking. Yeah. yeah that's fun at. for me to think of because sometimes I don't really realize how much, you know, creativity mm-hmm. comes into play in my life. Yeah. I mean, being a therapist literally is like being an improv. Right. Like you're, you're, you have to, you can't, <laughs> what's going to get thrown at me today, you know, from person to person, I'm, yes. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you can't script your sessions, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to say this. And then my client's going to say this, right. I'm going to say this. Like it's all improvisation, you right. know? And so that in and of itself is creativity. Yeah. And then you're trying to help them resolve some of the things mm-hmm. that they're dealing with in session and that requires in a you creative be, way. Yeah. yeah. So just, yeah. just food for thought. Yeah. That's great. Something to I think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I really appreciate you taking some time to chat with us and, yeah, and give thank us some you. of your gems. And I really think that it's going to be helpful for, for some people listening to be able to implement some of the, the tips that you've given with the patience and the self-compassion mm-hmm. and just taking things one step at a time. Um, not crazy, like, 
ideas, but just helpful reminders Mm -hmm. of the little things we can do on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for giving me this platform to share Mm -hmm. and getting to chat with you about things that light us up. Yeah. I might have to have you come back and like walk us through a meditation or something. I'd love that. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.